Halloween brings forward a very interesting issue for a lot of people who do ketogenic lifestyle because we want to enjoy seeing our children running around and having fun collecting candy and the excitement of the costumes. But at the same time, having all that candy in the house is probably not a good idea. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, I'm a psychologist, and the reason I make these videos is to help everyone to understand that your mental health and physical health come together to create an overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful, please consider subscribing. It really depends on where you are in your ketogenic lifestyle, whether or not Halloween is going to be a struggle for you or not. For those of us who have gotten well past our cravings and are able to walk through a grocery store, see the aisle of candies, see the aisle of cereal, see the aisles and aisles and aisles of foods that call us to eat them. If you don't get that call, chances are you're going to have an easier time with Halloween. It doesn't mean it's going to be completely easy, but it'll be easier. But what about the rest of us? What about those of us who are still having cravings? What about those of us who are at the beginning of their journey? I have a, I have a few tips to help you to get through Halloween I hope easier and stick to your new healthy lifestyle by sticking to your new healthy lifestyle that means that you have the best chance of being healthy long term I also want to point out that just because you don't have physical cravings doesn't mean that there aren't going to be emotional cravings that happen especially during Halloween we've grown up with this season where it reminds us of all the fun we used to have going out part of the fun was eating the candy so just keep in mind that even if the physical cravings aren't there, the emotional, psychological cravings could come in. So these tips that I'm going to give you are aimed at helping to manage both of those things. In order to address the cravings that can come along with the upcoming candy festival that we have in front of us, I want us to think about where we are in our journey. Those of us who are at the beginning of our journey, so we still have cravings every once in a while. And possibly we've been doing this for a while and we're still having cravings. And that's actually what I want to address right now. If you've been doing keto for, let's say, more than four weeks and you're still having physical cravings, so you still feel like you're being pulled towards sugary foods, pulled towards carby foods, one of two things is likely happening. Possibility one is even though you might not be eating cookies, cakes, candy, ice cream, that kind of stuff, you might still be allowing yourself to eat rice and pasta and potatoes every few days. I really highly recommend that people try to like focus on eating healthy foods and try to let themselves get past this point where they keep reintroducing high carb foods. Because if every four days I eat a slice of bread and I get that huge hit of, of carbs in one sitting, and if I have one slice, chances are I'm having two because I'm probably having some kind of sandwich. So if I allow myself to get that huge hit of 30 grams of carbs, which is my full day's amount in one serving, what's actually happening is that with I might be kicking myself out of ketosis. Now, why this is problematic is when I'm trying to get adapted, when I'm trying to get my body used to using fats for fuels, actually allowing carbs back in, especially large amounts of carbs like that, will create the situation where my body can't get adapted because my body is actually wanting those carbs, right? Because again, don't, don't forget that there's an addictive part of this. There is a craving part of this that we're trying to get past. 
those physiological feelings that you're having that saying eat it, eat it, eat it is actually addictive behavior. So let's not reintroduce the carbohydrates every few days, causing us to be stuck in the cycle because that's going to make you feel like it's not working. In actuality, it isn't working because you keep reintroducing carbohydrates. So that's the first idea. The second, though, part of this would be, I might be very good. So I'm not eating bread. I'm not eating rice or potatoes or any of those high carb foods. However, I might not be weighing my food, which would mean that there's a possibility that without realizing it, I'm just overeating carbohydrates on the foods that I am allowed to eat. I'm less worried about the above the ground vegetables because those it's really hard to overeat in one day 20 grams of carbs for above the ground vegetables. Unless you're eating things like I can't even think of one. Like, it's really hard to overeat. But you might be having some other vegetables that are adding to your carbs. So onions are a big one here. A lot of people don't realize how much carbs are in onions, as well as bell peppers and other. So again, part of the reason that I ask people to weigh their food is so that you can actually be sure that you're eating the right number of carbs for yourself. So once you figure out how much it's supposed to be, then making sure that you're keeping yourself. So at the beginning, we're trying to go under 20. And then once you see that you've gotten the results you, you wanted to get, then you can figure out if you need to keep it under 20. If I'm allowing myself to overeat carbs because I'm not weighing, I need to understand that even though the source of the carbohydrates is vegetables, I'm still feeding my carb addiction. Because when carbohydrates enter my body, whether it's from an apple or it's from a candy bar, in my body, it turns into glucose and it does exactly the same thing. The second tip I'm going to give you to get through the holiday, the Halloween season, is be careful about artificial sweeteners. A lot of the times, because we want something fun to eat, we'll allow ourselves to buy artificially sweetened, so low-carbohydrate candies. They have artificial sweeteners in them. We'll allow ourselves still to drink soda that is artificially sweetened. We will even add artificial sweeteners to our coffee and our tea. And the thing that I want to remind you is that if you're still finding yourself craving sugar, we need to keep in mind that our body cannot tell the difference between real sugar and artificial sweeteners in the mouth. However, our body reacts to sweet in the mouth. So what's actually happening there is that I'll eat something with an artificial sweetener or drink something with an artificial sweetener. My body will think sugar is coming, start making space for that sugar by putting some, some carbohydrates away as fat. And then eventually what happens is that no sugar comes. So what happens? My body pushes me to replace the carbohydrates that it just put away. It's much easier for me to eat some carbs than it is for my body to convert those carbs that it just put away back into carbohydrates, right? So going from fat to carbs takes more energy than just allowing it, right? So it's going to push me to eat some sugar. Let's not trick ourselves into wanting to eat more sugar by eating artificial sweeteners. So that's the second tip I'm giving you. Let's put down the artificial sweeteners, try to get ourselves really well fat adapted. I would really love to know how many of you continue to have cravings and if any of you had thoughts that it could possibly be the artificial sweeteners. Put it in the comments below if you might still be struggling with carb addiction and you're still allowing artificial sweeteners in your life. Let me know if that might possibly be the issue. And the answer to this, just for those of you who might be having this as an issue, 
actually the answer for this and for number one, give yourself a solid two weeks where you're not eating any artificial sweeteners and where you're weighing your food appropriately and making sure they're keeping your grams of carbs under 20 grams of carbs per day. If you do that for two weeks solid, your carb cravings should be gone. If you have trouble, go three weeks, but most people two weeks and they're fine. It doesn't mean that you stop weighing though. Let's be clear on that. It's going to take a little while for you to really know what a serving looks like. It's going to take a little while for you to really know how much of each kind of vegetable you can put on your plate because every vegetable is going to have a different amount associated with it because it's going to have a different amount of carbs in it. It is important to weigh your food. Okay, so the third one. If you are close to Halloween, so if we are, you know, a few less than two weeks away from Halloween and you don't have time to give yourself two weeks straight with no carbs, then it might be important for you to skip Halloween this year. Now, if you have older children, that's easier to do, right? They can go off on their own and you don't have to worry about it. If you have young children, I might suggest either if they're very young, just not mentioning Halloween and like they might not even notice. If they're old enough to notice, having them go with another family member or another relative. Honestly, it's much better for you to skip Halloween this year than for your children not to have mom or dad around in two or three years or four years or however long. Like, you know, like, let's let's be practical. Better for you to get your physical health under control and then we celebrate Halloween next year. I also want to point out at this moment in time, I'm not tackling the should children be eating carbs, yes or no piece of the puzzle. I'm really strictly focusing on the adult here. Once your health is in order, then you can help your children to get their health in order. The fourth thing is if you do have children who are aged to go trick-or-treating and they do actually go, you're gonna to have to deal with the candy that comes back into the house. My suggestion is that you take that candy and you put it somewhere where you're not gonna see it every day, right? Out of sight, out of mind. And I know for myself, that worked well for me. I would take my daughter's Halloween candy and I would put it away. And honestly, by the next following year, we would throw three quarters of the candy she collected in the garbage anyways. The big triggers for me were the little mini chocolate bars, so that's why I would hide it away from myself. Truthfully, my daughter couldn't have cared less about actually eating the candy, which is the weird thing. It's like she wanted to go out with friends. She wanted to be involved in the process of collecting the candy. She'd, over the course of the year, eat about a quarter of it. And actually, I would even say not even the course of the year, probably in the first month or two after Halloween, she'd probably eat about a quarter of it and then forget it was there and we would end up throwing it away when we were looking for the bag, really, honestly, the following year. Most kids don't care about the candy. They want to go out, they want to have fun with friends, especially you're talking about young kids. Like, again, it takes a little while for kids to become enamored of sweet. So keep that in mind. Fifth tip I'm going to give you is that any candies that you collect that you like, but your children do not, give those away right away. Don't, don't even allow them, like, do your sorting, give those away. They're not in the house, you're not going to eat them. As you kids, for sure your kids are not going to eat them, they don't like them. And I'm going to give you guys a bonus sixth tip that just kind of came to my head now as I'm talking to you. If you have children who are not so into candy, and we're really just doing this because of the fun of being out and whatever, rather than collect candy, have your kids collect money for UNICEF or for some kind of charity, and that way they still get to go out, they still get to walk around and collect something, but they're not bringing something back into the house that's going to drive you crazy and they don't even care about it. So my, my, final, my final bonus is I would say go out there and allow your children to collect money to help others. I want all my wellness warriors to put 
solutions in place that helps your health. Put your health first. You are the most important person to your children, not these people that are giving them candy. They want you around for as long as they possibly can keep you around. I'm sure most kids would say forever, right? And if you're going to be around forever for them, put your health first. I really hope this video helps you guys to maybe put some kind of plan in place because that's the other part of this, right? Planning. Put a plan in place for yourself so you kind of know what you're going to do. How are you going to manage your cravings around Halloween candy? I would love to hear from you guys. If you have a strategy that I haven't mentioned about how to keep yourself on track during the holiday season, that Halloween candy season, if you please put it in the comments, let's share with each other. Let's give each other ideas so that we can make sure that we're doing the best we can be the healthiest that we can for our families. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health Most with Violet. If you are new here, please subscribe. I make these videos every week. And I want to thank you for watching. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next time.